Thank you for listening. This is Shit on the Table, where we talk about grooming. I'm your host, Vanessa, and this is Vanessa. We're here to talk about, um, today, we're going to be talking about our famous shit stories on the grooming table. As a disclaimer, this is our first podcast, our first grooming podcast, and we're just here to have fun, talk about the lighter side of grooming. Oh yeah, this is not educational at all. This is not <laughs> educational. I mean, we're just, it could be in some context, but really we're just kind of shooting the shit. Not taking anything seriously. Not taking anything seriously. <laughs> we're just here to have fun, relax, and just talk about the shit that happens in grooming. Yeah, so... <laughs> I want to talk about our name. It's called Shit on the Table. <laughs> and you kind of came up with this name, and you thought it was funny, and it was kind of cute. Mm-hmm. And I was I like... I picked it up mid-groom on a dog. And funny enough, the dog didn't shit on the table. But I was thinking about uh, an old coworker of mine who has, like, this hilarious story of how she got shit on all over. And, like, a diarrhea projectile shit... And we worked at a corp, and not going to name names, but it was just A corp hilarious. is a corporation, um, <laughs> a corporate grooming scenario, corporate grooming. Yeah, and it was fucking hilarious, and you know who I'm talking about. I do. Yeah. She's she's quite a, a character. She's a really sweet person, but when um, gross things happen, mm-hmm. it tends to get very dramatic. Oh, yeah. 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 It was great. It was pretty hilarious. Yeah, I've my first shit story is really a cocker, and um, I had been in the dog training world before I stepped into the dog grooming world. So it was, you know, I was pretty confident going into grooming, knowing animal hand handling, thinking that I'm the shit. <laughs> and I told her that's not how it works. Oh, <laughs> it's completely different. <laughs> a lot of people were like not happy with my confidence and really put me in my place. But, you know, I still try to keep it confident even through the crazy stuff. But I was starting off as a bather, part-time wild dog training. And they threw me in and they told me just very briefly, cocker spaniels, go to the bathroom, when you're blow drying them. And I didn't understand really like, I'm like, oh, well, why didn't they just go to the bathroom beforehand? Or if they go to the bathroom, I'll just pick it up. I'll stop what I'm doing. <laughs> but let me explain to you an old senile cocker spaniel. I'm blow drying him with a high velocity blow dryer. And it's not like a stop clean up and go situation <laughs> it's more like he's freaking out toe tapping dancing like he's a tap dancer and i'm just like freaking out because i don't know what ha- what's happening to the dog and then the blow dryer is hitting the poop as it's coming out <laughs> it's and the then best. it's spraying everywhere i've never had fecal matter in my eye <laughs> and i was terrified that i was gonna get pink eye and that's the you first didn't time you get pink eye no and that's the first time i've ever used I wash. Oh yeah. I don't even know because it's a it's a place corporate. I don't know if they actually keep those things up to date. Probably because you're not. supposed to you're like supposed replace to, them because they expire. <laughs> they do, but yeah, I used I wash for the first time because I got cocker sp- cocker spaniel poop in my eye. Yeah, that's the worst. Yeah, that is the worst. So uh, uh, my shits. Well, one of my shit stories that I always talk about, I always tell everybody about is I was a bather, and for some reason, everybody hated me that day, 
and they gave me all huskies and samoids. And like this was the worst day of my life. We also um, live in Las Vegas, so they are very popular. Surprisingly, oh. um, they're not recommended to when you live in Las Vegas unless it's you too are. Hot. It's way too hot for those kind of dogs. But way I mean, if you keep them on a a good psychotic grooming schedule, <laughs> it might be okay. It might work out, but it's not recommended. Right, but but they all come in at one time. They do, and they were all compacted. They all wanted shed those treatments, the works, everything. And I swear you not, every single one of those dogs fucking shit. Shit in the kennel, shit while I was blow drying, and it had been a long, stressful day, and I was on my last dog. And I'm in the grooming area, which, you know, for Corp, there's the big, you're in the fishbowl. People could see in, you can see out, you got the lobby right there while you're grooming. And I was already like running on fumes. The dog lifted its tail, shit projectile shit everywhere all over its legs all over the walls all over the floor and i just started crying bawling crying and everyone's like she needs to go (laughs) she needs to go outside she needs a break so literally like the whole salon like helped me and like rallied they cleaned it up and i went and had a freaking smoke break and I just called it coats that day. I mean, 10 years later, I'm still in the business, but that was the worst. I think that yeah. was the worst of the worst. Well, that was our introduction. Right. Um, it's all about <laughs> shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We're vulgar. There's lots of cussing. We try to be as PC as possible. Doesn't always happen. Um, but I guess we could talk about a little about ourselves. So we met at a corporate and not gonna lie, we did not like each other. That's how all beautiful friendships start. First of all, she didn't like <laughs> me. I liked everyone. I know, I'm such a hater. I'm such a hater. But funny story, how we bonded. I think how long have you been working there before we like bonded? I was working there two years before we bonded. Were you really? Yeah. No way. Yeah. I got there in two thousand and ten. I didn't start grooming till two thousand and twelve. No, no, no. We bonded before that. You were still a trainer. This was when Captain was in color. He was uh, like, well, green. then maybe like I was there a year because we all went out, right? It was. Yeah, you, me, um, others. I don't know if they'd mind us dropping names. Yeah, but it was other people. Yeah. Well, anyway, so I was getting tested for hypoglycemia. Oh! Yes. Yeah. And. I do not like needles, and I had to do those diabetic pricks. To check your blood sugar. To check my blood sugar. And (laughs) I'm sitting in the break room, and I'm like, fuck, nobody has walked in here. I can't do this. I'm staring at this needle and machine, and I'm just like, I can't do this. Keep putting it up to my finger and, like, freaking out, and she walks in. And I was like, fuck. All right, I I guess I got to ask Vanessa number two. Shit. I'm older. <laughs> Not by much. I am older. I should be Vanessa number one, but for some reason she still adds a number to... It's because I was there first. That was my territory. that job. <laughs> I am older. Not that I want to admit that. I would like to be younger. Um, so I just asked her, I was like, can you, can you do this for me? And she's like what i'm like can you prick my finger and she's like i guess like you can't do it yourself i'm like no i'm like freaking out and she's like okay 
so she's putting it up to my finger and I start like screaming and like freaking out and she's just looking at me like this bitch is psycho I did not because <laughs> you did no I didn't because my husband passes out whenever there's a needle anyway <laughs> yeah but I'm some random bitch no you were just being dramatic <laughs> she was like can you help me and I said yes yes that is what happened <laughs> she's like I have to do this and I was like okay there was no like thinking that she was crazy she yeah was she, just, was. she totally was she's she was lying. just dramatic <laughs> and then I pricked I her finger and she's hugging me the whole time crying, crying. I was sobbing all over her and I said it's done <laughs> <laughs> so my words were literally okay yes it's done and that was history. And we've been friends ever since. It was about 10, 11 years ago. Well, no, it wasn't that long. Yeah. No, it was about 9, 9 or 10, 9-ish. Okay, it's 2019. Yeah. Um, we met 2010 uh-huh. or 2011. I don't do numbers. Okay, so it's about like <laughs> 8 years. 8 years? Let's oh, say it eight feels years. so much longer. God. <laughs> <laughs> so... I've been, I was a bather for almost a year. Let's see. I started bathing July of 08. And then uh, April of 09, I became a groomer. Went through the whole corp learning process. And I have to say, I did have some good mentors there. And then I worked there for six and a half years. And then I thought private was so much better this grass is not always greener she left me without <laughs> telling me and this is when we're getting to like the like our hardcore friendship i know and she did not tell me she was leaving me i don't remember that <laughs> and i was getting so upset that she was leaving me at the corporate salon for a private <laughs> salon i was so upset yeah and then now I own a business. I'm mobile. I've been mobile for almost a year and a half. It'll be two years in November. That's all I know. I don't do numbers. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I over-exaggerate time. <laughs> yeah. Mine was two years, or it will be two years in July. So yours is a little off. Okay. Your timing is so a little off. So how did you get into grooming well i well it was something of a monetary issue i was dog training for a couple years and i loved it i was doing in a corporate setting i was doing in a private home uh one-on-one setting dog walking and you know i not that i didn't feel challenged it's just that dog training is hard you're really having to figure out case-by-case basis Mm -hmm. the psychology of the dog the issues in the home Mm -hmm. and you have to like break it down and it was just I wasn't as ambitious as other groom or excuse me as other trainers I loved it and I had really great clients still to this day I talked to a lot of them Mm -hmm. their dogs are either really good or (laughs) I didn't do that great of a job (laughs) Um, or really, did they do that good of a job? No, yeah, they will admit that they didn't do their homework. I was always big on homework. So I did that, and then, you know, I was just like, well, I, there's a little bit more money consistency in the grooming world. I'm not going to lie. That is what my motivation was. That's what my motivation was, too. Yeah, it was I money. I found the passion 
afterwards. Yeah, I, I really found the passion for animals with the dog training. That's why I was, I, it kind of came into it a little overly confident. Mm-hmm. And then um, I was constantly fighting with my managers. So I was like, okay, you know what? I want to go into grooming. So I would go, they, in a corporate environment, there's a really big turnover rate. So they would throw me into the bathing area whenever one of their bathers quit on the spot which mm. happened. Oh, yeah. We had one chick freaking say, I'm going on lunch. And she never came back. That's That was the one that I had to go in. And it was uh-huh. a husky. Yeah. No, uh, she was packed that day. She was full. Yeah. Like, midnight, maybe, like, midway through her day. She still had dogs coming in. I know. I, I was... I remember. I was training, and I had all my training done for the day. And... Because it was on a weekend. Mm-hmm. And my training on the weekends were during the day. And then... In the afternoon, I split with another trainer, and I did retail. So they were like, we need you back there. Groomers are dying. Yeah, they're (laughs) like, okay, can you go back there? I had just did my certification. All it was was, like, you know, they kind of test you on what to do. I, I got, I you know, I had one of the groomers there show me how to bathe dogs. So this was my first myself by myself experience. They basically told me the chick left mm-hmm. in the middle of grooming the dog. Mm-hmm. The dog is still wet and in soap. Can you go back there and do it? By the way, he's an aggressive husky named Zeus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Zeus was famous. <laughs> yes. And I ended up finishing the dog. He was a pain in the butt, but he wasn't that bad. No, it was he's just like super vocal and like no 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 not the big Zeus oh that that dog who like howled the whole yeah, time he was just super this was a co-worker's Zeus she was another girl that worked there and it was a co-worker and it's oh. she he had a black mask he wasn't white oh oh there was too many Zeus's there yeah and they were but all I huskies I think I know who you're talking about but I can't place the owner the the owner was her dad uh, okay I don't remember I can tell you the name later but she was like an artist or whatever mm, i think i know yeah yeah so her oh, dog yeah yeah, I yeah. Think I know. so her okay. dog was aggressive yes. and it's like if you blue dry his butt or brush his butt mm-hmm. he would snap and mm-hmm. bite you yes and, husky uh-huh yeah of husky. course <laughs> <laughs> so that was my first grooming like one-on-one bathing experience and they threw me into that and i did fine and that also really stroked my ego because the dog was super aggressive and I had a hard time but I didn't feel like I needed to walk away and quit yeah well that chick was just like uh she just didn't like it back there she didn't like it at all no nobody did everybody walked out yeah everybody walked out she walked out and that's like an immediate you know fire and they recalled her back like two weeks later and rehired her and put her out on the floor. She did fine on the floor. She did. That's where she should have went before. I know. I mean, I mean <laughs> as somebody who I'm petty, has a guys. Pe- yeah, as somebody <laughs> who has the potential to hire somebody now, like mm-hmm. I would fire her instantly. But yeah. well, and just you shouldn't. You know, at the time when that's all you know, and you think but just that throwing was, someone yeah. in the fire is okay. That is not okay. No, she was abused. She was. I she feel couldn't take bad. it. And, like, I hate that I was a part of that. But, you know, now I know you've got to... In order to create a good bather or a good groomer, you've got to 
not necessarily coddle, but you kind of have to explain everything and just don't throw them in the fire. And that's just my personal opinion. Yeah, no, it seems like a lot of people just want to throw newbies into the fire and just... I guess the idea comes from, we were talking about this, mm-hmm. what it takes to be a groomer and what it like the kind of people that are groomers yes and they're gonna be a little crazy (laughs) okay so you see there's those who grew up in the grooming world like Mm -hmm. their parents may have been groomers or they come from show um grooming and breeding families a lot of groomers come from um Farms. They've worked and lived on farms. They've had to, you know... I've seen a lot of groomers lately that have a lot of horses. Yeah, equestrian grooming, Mm -hmm. and then they just kind of... Transition. Transition into doing more. there's something that they grew up with... Something with animals in their life. Yeah, the animal husbandry was always in their life. Mm -hmm. And so, like, that's always been their life. And so it was, like... It makes sense. Yeah. And then there's the other side. The groomers that have never done or never been in that lifestyle, have never been a part of that. Mm-hmm. There's like a, a passion for animals. There's just, or some, something that's innately or inherently in them that just mm-hmm. makes them, it makes it work. And so, like, yeah. a lot of old school groomers will throw in these newbies trying to get that spark out of the mm-hmm. ones that or have no Or they're trying no to experience. get them to run. Yeah, well, so, it's a good way to it's a good way to thin out, out the herd. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, but then you're screwed if you're busy and you need like quality mm-hmm. bathers exactly. or groomers. So exactly, but I always had a passion for animals. My my biological mom was kind of a cow hoarder. She'd always bring home the strays. I had um, a passion for animals. I mean, we never had more than a dog mm-hmm. or more than a cat at at the time. I had a bird. Mm-hmm. There were hamsters at some point so it was just very much pet animals yeah. in my life same um and for i just was okay i just wanted them to function in our lives so you had to groom them you had to <laughs> mm-hmm. you know home groom them you had to train them right you had like to them, growing up i didn't know that you had like bathing i was just thinking about this the other day that bathing was kind of so intricate just the bathing aspect you know i was thinking like i had this pretty down packed and I was thinking about all the new or the ways I've learned to bathe a dog there was the bottles the dilution bottles then you had like the soap diluter machines and then I was washing dogs with a washcloth and um, diluted shampoo for a while and I was like oh this is a really good method and then I went with uh, full time the recirculator and now the new infamous foaming. It's like, okay, what what's the new thing? You know? Yeah. <laughs> so, and now I, that's all I'm doing is foaming. But but you've been doing foaming for a while. I've been doing foaming for a while, yeah. And I always kind of follow things late. And then you hate me after. I do, I do the same. Yeah, <laughs> I do. Because I'm like, oh, because you, you always find something really new and interesting. And I'm yeah. always about that. Me like, too. Same. Because I'm a supportive friend. But then when I find something new and interesting, you're I'm so like, oh, skeptical. fuck her. <laughs> it's not going to work. Fuck her. I can smell the cynicism. <laughs> I know it's there. And then, uh, but yeah, like there's always this new up and coming. I lost my point. I lost my train of thought. Oh, I was talking about, like, weird people. Um, Oh, that's where I was going, is that, like, back in the day when I was younger, like, we just washed our dogs with Pantene. 
Yeah. And, yeah. you and know. And then I found out that was not so great, so then no. it was baby shampoo. <laughs> exactly. But it was just throw them in the tub or uh-huh. hose them out back and then, exactly. like, get a cup. And That's the kind of household I lived in, but we always had animals. Like, yeah. I had a bunny rabbit. Oh, I've got horrible bird stories. I could tell that for another day. They, I have, like, a curse against birds, but... Yeah. Um, I love birds, but they just don't last around me, unfortunately. So keep your birds away. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. There's a stall here. There's an awkward stall now. <laughs> well, okay, so... This you is have, you have the You have the people who grew up around animals, like, at a more, like, professional level. And then you have, like, us who have animals in our lives, and we kind of just fell into this business... And then you start mm-hmm. seeing, like, personality traits yes. of that second groomer. And it still applies to the people who've grown up around animals, too. But mm-hmm. it's it's really... Groomers are freaking weird. <laughs> yes, we are. Groomers are freaking <laughs> weird. They are so weird. And I still think they're probably the most level-headed people I've ever met oh, yeah. in my life. I mean, mm-hmm. it takes a lot to be a dog groomer, to be honest. Oh, yeah, that's why we're creating this podcast so that we could get some laughs in between our day. Yeah, we need to talk about, yeah, the groomers just get so serious, and we are not serious people. No, no. (laughs) And then you'll notice, like, groomers, even the old school, old biddies, Mm-hmm. They're weird. <laughs> <laughs> they're a different level of weird, and I love it. I don't. Yeah, we're not I talking shit. We love it. No, we love all of it. But they're y'all are weird. Yeah, <laughs> you stop caring about like your appearance. I mean, you can dress up and doll up. You know when you're not grooming, mm-hmm. but like you stop. You stop caring about your appearance. So you'll see a lot of groomers nowadays that have they're so trendy they're so trendy i feel out of place yeah i feel like i'm becoming an old bitty (laughs) you know what i mean yeah yeah they have you know you're just you can be your own person creatively Mm -hmm. um with your looks because you really don't care because at some point you're gonna have like anal glands on your cheek so exactly oh god i stopped wearing makeup a long time ago so you have mascara halfway down your face. Yeah, exactly. So you have to be very strategic. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's these people, you, you, you listen to your music, um, mm-hmm. you know, you, some of them collect a lot of animals. <laughs> I am one of those it's just, people. <laughs> it's, just, it's just weird people in the grooming world. And you know what? I have found that those who've had, like, a really rough past... They tend to do really well in this field, too. I agree. You know what I mean? Like, people who did not function in the 9-to-5 society, Mm -hmm. who may have taken a couple wrong turns, they can really turn their life around because animals don't function the way humans do. No, they don't judge. Yeah, and we we still have to be, you know, it has to be customer service. but for, like, five minutes. Yeah, (laughs) for, like, like me. So (laughs) you can really honestly, like, fake that five minutes of... Mm -hmm. Fake it till you make it. Customer service, but then the rest of the time, you're just you and the animal, Mm -hmm. and, you you know, that relationship can be built, Mm -hmm. it can function properly, and you have a really solid career. Exactly. So I do... I recommend this for people who just, like, can't figure it out and are just making so many poor choices in their life. Mm -hmm. Take a break calm down do a little research see yeah. if your body can handle it because it's rough oh my god rough yeah. and tough but mm-hmm. you yeah. know you, the weirdos the weirdos the weirdos have a place um and it's working with animals yeah oh for sure but do you notice 
that because groomers are a little weird, clients are even weirder. Sometimes, yes. I they have, are so weird about their pets. Like, they just see that you're taking care of their animals, so they think you are an angel. Mm, like, oh, they coming do. from the heavens, like, oh my god, you know, my dog is my baby, and... You know, they could be completely... If they didn't know you were a groomer, they'd mm-hmm. probably just treat you very normally. But then they start praising you. Yes. They start wanting to bond with you. They do. They just, you're, <laughs> and I'm like, that's too much. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. are we doing here? I had a lady just recently uh, go to a certain area only once a month. And she was maybe five minutes a little out of that area. But I took her on anyways because she wasn't too far from the yeah. client up there. And I told her, it's like, you have to commit right now even though I have never groomed your dog to a four-week schedule and she's just basing everything off of Instagram and she was like yes we love you and I'm like bitch you never touched I've never touched your dogs before but if you want to commit that's cool I appreciate it like bring it on stroke my ego a little bit you know yeah and but yeah people get weird about their animals yeah and then they get weird about like just the relationship between like the client grooming groomer relationship starts to sway a lot yes. because you're working with their animals and you're doing mm-hmm. and if you're doing well or if you're bonding or if there is a connection because there's not always a connection between mm-hmm. some of the clients and some yeah. of the clients pets but when there is a connection I mean it gets really intense like I've been in, uh, invited to weddings oh yeah yeah I've been invited to weddings mm-hmm. um baby showers mm-hmm. I know you know intricacies of my clients' lives. Oh, I know about a sex life <laughs> with one of my clients. See, I'm, <laughs> that's just the vibe you give off. I have like where people are telling me about like their kids, grandkids, like like really extensively mm-hmm. outside of grooming. Like they'll text me like you know things like happy mother's day yeah happy father's you do day cutesy stuff they're a little bit more like sweet they think i'm sweet they think i'm like the sweetest person your vibe <laughs> tends to be like sexually oriented so they're like they just smell it they're like oh, okay well you know what i could probably tell her what this you know exactly. a little bit like this or you know <laughs> no i made a joke the other day with one of my clients um, I walked into the house because some of them will just let me in when I'm done grooming and I heard the shower going and I rang the doorbell a couple times and I'm like knock knock and I was like okay they're obviously in the shower and she comes out and she's like putting her robe on and I was like oh she's like and I was waiting outside and she opened the door and she's like you don't have to wait outside and I was like no I heard the shower running and I didn't know if you guys were doing shower things <laughs> and she just looked at me for a second and then just started laughing and she's like no and uh, she just was like that's funny <laughs> and like there are these like kind of cons- like not conservative conservative but they don't really talk about like sex stuff like those types of people but she thought it was funny i just love like throwing stuff out there and seeing what what'll happen and but she loved it she thought it was great yeah they're like our dog rumor is so weird (laughs) yeah our dog rumor is gross (laughs) but so um, you know i think that was a really long tangent about how our podcast is just it's just gonna be fun and light and we'll get some stories on here about just some fucked up shit and we'll set something up so that you guys can send us 
some of your stories and we can share that on the podcast and we'll just sit here and talk shit because that's what we do best (laughs) is talk shit about everything we don't even have to know you and we're gonna talk shit I don't talk shit. I'm actually like, <laughs> I'm the shit talker. She's the shit talker. I'm just like, yeah. I get oh, it. she's being modest. She soaks it in. I too. like. The, I like to hear everything about the drama. <laughs> I like to hear about the weird people, the sex stories, the poop stories. I like to hear about it. Yeah, I, I don't I like, like to. Throw, <laughs> I like to throw in commentary about it, but yeah, yeah. She's lying. She loves talking shit, too. She's just not going to say it on air, but I'll say it for her. <laughs> no, we're the worst. <laughs> but, you know, we're just, we'll have fun here. You know? Just be chill. Yeah. And we will try and not uh, go off on serious tangents, even though that will happen. I'm not even going to lie. It will happen. I guess it depends on the day. I think so. I think today is just like... Tell us what your shit story is, and, uh... Yeah. Is it... Do you feel like it's true that groomers are a weird breed? Uh, I think so. I for sure think so. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe, you know, if there's anybody out there listening, (laughs) you could let us know. (laughs) Tell me you're weird. Yeah. We'd love to hear all your stories, and, and if you want them on the air... Or on the air. Like, we're a fucking radio. Like, on the podcast... You know, we can we can either keep you anonymous. You can throw your name out there. Uh, we'll even throw your business name out there if you want to, or however you feel comfortable. And if you even want your story out there, and it could be a shit story, it could just be a weird fucking story between you and your client, or just anything grooming related. You want to hear some commentary about a weird situation yeah. our thoughts our thoughts our, our opinions our opinions our personal opinions and that's all it is this is all it is this yes is not an education <laughs> no you know we may exactly. talk about what we're learning yeah but, but it's not definitely gonna... not an educational thing no, there's no. there's other grooming podcasts for that channel exactly there's you know there's out professionals there. out there who, <laughs> not that we're not professional <laughs> we're professional dog groomers not teachers <laughs> exactly so maybe one day you'll hear from the professional teachers but oh, yeah i'd love to have some people on here one day just you know because you just see them and they're all serious and educational and like more yeah but like i'd love to be able to split those hairs open you know yeah and have some fun yeah yeah sounds like a good time sounds like a party sounds like a party with a lot of poop it does i love uh poop at the party what was that uh what was that guy? Flula? Flula! <laughs> Who's the party pooper? Who's, Who's the pooper? Yeah. Why does that not sound like a German accent? We don't sound German, but look at look at that up, and that's what we're talking about. Flula. Old school Flula. Before. Old school. He's not funny anymore, but old school Flula is this guy. He came from Germany, and he didn't understand um, it, not English um, sayings like yeah. uh, American sayings American sayings so when somebody called him a party pooper he said <laughs> I did he said who pooped at the party <laughs> party poopers yeah exactly and then he was going through other sayings too but yeah it was just hilarious he it was great so look that up and that's you know it'll be fun but yeah I think that's well we got 10 more minutes should we wrap it up should we clean the shit off the table? We should clean off the shit. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to disinfect it for the day. Exactly. So get out your wipes and 
Wipe it down. With something positive. Positive? Yeah, positive. What do you mean? Well, let's recap something positive so we can clean off the shit off the table. Oh. Um, I don't know. You're positively a freak. I am. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But uh, we'll see how this goes. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. I'm super excited. Yeah, get your animals groomed. Yeah. Take care of them. Exactly. They love it. Well, sometimes they don't love it, but it's really good for them. Right. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Now we're just getting weird. (laughs) Filling time. All right. Well, we will see you guys next time. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening.